0: You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. Clinton Wilkins here. Here's an update about the latest Bank of Canada announcement.
1: I get to speak with Clinton Wilkins a number of times through the year because we always speak when the Bank of Canada shares a new interest rate or a new announcement. Uh, Clinton joins me now. Hi, Clinton.
0: Hi, Sam. How are you?
1: Good. Clinton Wilkins Centum home. Lenders Limited. We know Tiff Macklin, the Bank of Canada, kept the uh, key interest rate steady at 5% today. People breathing a little bit easier today, Clinton.
0: I think people are breathing easier, and I think they should breathe easy now, Sam. I really do believe that we are in a plateau situation. I was in Toronto just last week at Mortgage Professionals Canada, our annual conference, uh, national conference, and we were there with mortgage professionals from across the country. And Benjamin Tall, the chief economist for CIBC, he said that we will likely start to see softening going in uh, the middle of next year. So for anyone who's still sitting on the fence and not sure you know really what is this future going to bring if everything still continues to go as it's going right now, uh, some softening is likely in our future June July next year.
1: Amazing. How are people feeling, Clinton? What what are you hearing from your clients?
0: I think people are still very nervous, Sam. I can tell you that uh, we see clients in all walks of life, but I'm seeing a lot of professionals right now, we're talking doctors and lawyers and accountants, and they're really waiting to the very last minute, especially with their mortgage renewals, with hoping that there's going to be, you know, a magic bean or something, Mm -hmm. you know, their lender maybe is going to give them a lower rate or there's something better is going to become available in the marketplace. All the rates right now are high. So I think what people really need to do is what's going to be right for themselves. You know, I've, I've said before when we've chatted that shorter term fixed rates have been the most popular. You know, a three year fix, for example, has been one of our most popular products. But there's really been a shift, Sam, in the last couple of weeks and in the last couple of months, more and more clients are choosing to take a variable rate again mm-hmm. if they can qualify with the hypothesis that it is going to be cheaper over the next several years.
1: Okay. And And you talked about the softening when when we when you speak about a softening how 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 drastic is that softening?
0: I think it's going to be a slow burn on the way down. Mm. you know I think it's always slower going down than it is going up. <laughs> so uh, the Bank of Canada is always going to be biased to a higher rate, and they're always going to be biased to causing a recession versus fueling the economy. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that we need to remember. They are a biased institution and they're always going to be more biased to a recession and that's really what they're trying to do right now and it's working you know, uh, you know the interest rate increases that they've done over the last 18 months are putting the economy into a recession type situation and the real big challenge is, and i do think the bank of canada is short-sighted the increases that they've done they take four, six, eight, 12 months to really have the effects. So we're going to be feeling the effects of these increases for months into years down the road.
1: Oh, for sure. Because people think, okay, I can kind of make it work for six months. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm pulling some savings. Maybe I'm, you know, tapping into other other uh, sources of revenue. But at that point, they're like, I can only do this for so long. And then what what's our family going to do?
0: Exactly. I think the dollars and cents that are in a family's pocket right now, Sam, are really stretched very thin, and it's not thin just due to these mortgage rates and the housing costs. The inflation is really being driven by, you know, food costs and fuel costs. There's a lot of factors that are really impacting um, the day-to-day operation of a family's household.
1: And I always like to ask you about first-time home buyers. My heart just uh, goes out to to anyone trying to buy a, a home here for the very first time in this country. Give us a sense of what you're seeing, Clinton. Who are you meeting with?
0: And to be completely honest with you, a lot of people that are buying homes right now are first time home buyers. I think they were really fatigued over the last two and three years because the competition was just so fierce. Right. And the people that are willing to get into the market now, Sam, are really prepared for the future. You know, we're really, I think, getting in maybe at the height of the cost in terms of interest rates, and if they can qualify and get into the market now, and I think in many cases, there's not as much competition when they're buying homes, and we know in many markets from across the country, some of the home prices are less than they really have been the last couple of years. So I think the people that are really entering the market and transacting are the people that are just getting into this property ladder.
1: And Clinton, we've heard the notion that the best time to buy real estate was yesterday, but uh, if it's not yesterday, then make it today. Still, is that still a notion?
0: I think it is because the one thing that we need to remember is once the rates do start softening, there's going to be a lot of demand and a lot of pent-up demand coming back into the marketplace. Think about everyone who has not transacted the last 12 months. You know, Canadians have an unsatiable taste, I think, for credit, and they have an unsatiable taste buying and selling real estate. And some people were just sitting on the sidelines due to affordability, maybe they couldn't qualify, mm-hmm. or maybe they, they thought, you know what, the rates are high, I'm gonna wait for the rates to come down. There's a balance between rates and purchase price. So is it better to uh, buy a home at a slightly lower purchase price and a higher rate, or at a higher purchase price and a lower rate? The one thing I can tell you, rates change all the time. The challenge is if you buy a house at a certain purchase price, that purchase price is never going away. You own it.
1: Right. So that's a
0: huge benefit, obviously. I think it's a huge benefit, and I think the competition is a lot less. Mm -hmm. You know, we always heard of these reports where homes had 20, 30 offers, you know, buyers were going in with no conditions. That's really shifted across the country. You know, I think buyers and sellers are definitely becoming, um, you know, more balanced in terms of the market. I think there's more negotiation and the offers that we're seeing are definitely coming in with more conditions. So clients having financing conditions, inspections, and I think there's a lot more negotiation happening.
1: Okay. How many more times will we speak this year? It's just one more time in December. One
0: more time. December 6th Mm -hmm. is is the last announcement of the year. And why don't I fall on my, you know, sword? And (laughs) I'm going to predict right now that the Bank of Canada will do a hold on December 6th.
1: I hope so, Clinton. And, And it's, you know, I just worry about so many of my friends. We speak about these things. We never talked about these things, by the way, before.
0: Right, it, it was it's, taboo. It, it, it was, was taboo to talk about your finances. It's
1: so true, but uh, but a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm renewing," or "What did you get?" Because they know that I just bought a house last year, and mm-hmm. you know all those conversations are happening. I really hope it holds steady. I, I know a number of people are are really holding their breath uh, uh, for that, and of course the premiers are really getting into it. They're uh, they're communicating with uh, with Tiff Macklin and and really sharing. Uh, what they're hearing from, uh, you know, people that are living in their provinces. So, it's... Exactly. Yeah, it's become- uh, you know,
0: I, I, I 100% agree, Sam, and I think uh, the one thing that they can isn't just impacting homeowners, it's impacting businesses and cost mm-hmm. of credit, so it's really impacting everyone. And the one thing that's coming up is November is Financial Literacy Month, you know, you're talking about your friends having conversations about their mortgage and about their finances. It's a great time to have those conversations, you know, we're going into the holiday season, let's focus in November as Financial Literacy Month and become more aware. And I think having conversations like this, you know, on the radio, hopefully it'll break down some barriers.
1: I'm hoping. Can I just ask you, we've got a couple of minutes. I, I really want to ask you this question because it can feel really daunting. When I bought my, my new home, I get an email from my mortgage broker and there's this huge list of all the things I have to do. Mm-hmm. And it can feel so daunting on the other side of the Clinton. How do you how do you sort of help people through that process? They have to, you know, provide. Especially, I'm I'm self employed, and I'm a single mom. Uh, so I, you know, I basically asked my mortgage broker if he needed a pint of blood as well. Um, but I, I, uh, I hear I hear that a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, so the list can be daunting. T- talk to us about it. Just being step by step, just one step at a time, right?
0: I think breaking it down is the best way to think about it, Sam. And I think if you're going to be buying a home or if you're going to be doing a transaction, start with a pre-approval. Get all your documents together. You know, one of the big things, and you really hit on it, being self-employed is more challenging. But I think it's more exciting, too. More and more Canadians are becoming self-employed every day. So for traditional financing, when you're self-employed, we need a two-year average of your of your income, Mm -hmm. and we need the proper tax returns and notice of assessment and a statement of account from CRA to confirm you don't owe any income tax. And I I, I find the number one challenge people have, especially when they're transacting, is finding the documents. Have all your documents in one place, Save your documents and know where to find them. I think that's a really good place to start. I think the other thing that was really important is know what's going on with your credit. Monitor your credit going into a big transaction. You know, there's free apps you can download. There's BorrowWell and Credit Karma, and you can really know what's going on with your credit and, and have a good idea uh, about what your situation is going into that transaction. Mm-hmm. And I think the third thing is really assets. You know, know how much you want to put down. Um, know what your financial situation is going to be, and. Um, you know, I think really work with that mortgage professional and figure out what your affordability is, because there's two things: one is what you can be approved for, and two is what you can really afford on a day-to-day basis. Yeah,
1: really, really important. If you had, if you had a minute with Tiff Macklin, what would you say to him?
0: I, I would say that the Bank of Canada never gets it right. And I expect he will likely agree with me. You know, he was the, was one to say that the rates were going to be a low, low for a really long time, and that was not the case. And, you know, the Bank of Canada is not uh, really here to... You know, provide lower rates to Canadians and, you know, spur the spending. They're really worried about more of that fiscal policy and controlling inflation. That's a really number one target, at least from my purview. Mm -hmm. And the only lever that the Bank of Canada has to deal with inflation is this key overnight rate. I think my feedback is. We did a lot of increases very quickly, but we didn't wait to see what those impacts were going to be and really how long it takes from an increase to actually seeing the impacts of inflation. Really
1: interesting. Well, you just never know. Maybe Tiff Macklin from the Bank of Canada is listening right now to City News.
0: I would say he he quite possibly could be in our nation's capital. Exactly. And, um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people are certainly we're waiting for today, Sam. And I hope that people will breathe a little bit easier um, going into the rest of the year.
1: For sure. Good night's sleep tonight. Uh, Clinton, thank for sure. you for your time.
0: Thanks, Sam. Have a great day.
1: You too. Clinton Wilkins joining us from Centum Home Lenders Limited. We appreciate his time.
0: If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.